almost seamlessly. Like, I think um, he is pretty good with moving around quietly. You know, sneaky boys. And so he gets behind a dude and Oh, I don't really know what else you need for describing a kidnapping. You just put the bag over a guy and go. Erica, everyone clears out of the bar, making their way homes for the evening or morning, I suppose. And you stay behind to ask Mr. Almanza a question. Oi, sorry to bother you, Jose. Um, how are you doing today? It's, uh, it's been a lot. But, um, I'm handling it. I, of course, of course. Um, I'm sorry to, to spring this on you, but with our day off tomorrow, I was wondering if I could, could ask a favor of you. Name the favor. I will. I've been thinking, I... Because I'm so reluctant to use my vampiric powers in self-defense, I was hoping if you could help me find more direct ways of protecting myself and others. If you know what I mean. I think I understand, and I think I could make arrangements. I mean, you, you don't have to find someone for me to practice on. I don't want to beat up... Someone who's crossed your bar, I'm just saying. No, I, uh, have a friend that owns a gym that's 24 hours I could ask to reserve the place tomorrow. Oi, oi, would that be lovely, please? Well, I will see you tomorrow, then. Have a good morning. Have a good morning. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, Erica, you mosey on home to... Kind of get ready for the morning, you know, tucking yourself in with your dirt quilt. Jose, you're able to reach out to your friend and reserve the gym for the night pretty easily. Is there anything that you're thinking about teaching Erica or bringing up or mentioning? I think Jose is going to, that night, from his personal collection, grab like a couple like wooden practice weapons of varying sizes and weights and also bring in i think a set of real knives and uh put them like in a little case to use tomorrow okay nice so the morning or night i guess rolls around and erica and jose you meet up at the gym what are you both wearing I will say right off the bat, Jose looks the most punk he ever has. Like, he generally layers, like, leather jackets, but this is, like, his discreet, like, punk one with, like, all of the, like, big, chunky pins and spikes on it. And he has, like, a bunch of, like, pocket chains and, like, very clunky watches. That doesn't seem very practical for fighting, but I imagine at the same time, when you are fighting... It's not always at the opportune moment, huh? Yeah, and there is a practicalness to it that Jose is going to explain. Okay, nice. And Erica, how about you? Uh, Erica is wearing uh, a little 19th century style uh, workout jumpsuit. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> just, delightful. just this thing with like poofy pants. Like I don't know if you've ever seen like um, uh, like old fashioned like swimsuits. It's something a little bit like that, but you mm-hmm. know, not waterproof. Fantastic. But you meet up. I imagine Jose gets there first and prepares a little bit. Yeah, I think it's like a very old brick and mortar, like clearly family owned, like boxing gym. Like the kind of places that host like weekly fights between their own like trainers and all that jazz in there. So he's like setting up the like inner part of the boxing rink for training. So there's like a table with all the like training weapons and jazz on it. And he's just like stretching, even though he doesn't really have to. It's like a force of habit at this point. (laughs) Honestly, good habit to have. Yeah. Erica, you come in and you see this whole spread of weapons and other assorted things. And you see your friend Jose. Kindly, kind of awkwardly looks at the, the table and to Jose and... Uh, you, you promised you're not bringing anyone in to practice on, right? Uh, I assure you I can more than take the practice blows. All right, just just double chicken. Well, this is a lovely establishment. Very, very rustic. Very, very well put together. Yeah. Friend of mine founded it. Of course, he has passed on, but... uh. Uh, and luckily his family didn't know me too well back then, so I can more than frequent it now. So, it's a nice place. Well, that's lovely. You say you frequent it. Being a good fighter, it's something a vampire does still have to work at from time to time, right? It's not just something inherent that we have. There's a lot of vampires that like to pretend it's something innate, but the people I train with make sure to really emphasize continual upkeep, learning new ways, uh, practicing the basics. It's something that you do have to keep working at. Oh, yeah, I see. That's that's a bit reassuring. I, I thought I was, you know, lacking in something when I became a kindred, you know? I could certainly feel a difference, but seeing all these youngins running around, doing these things that they do... It makes you feel a little behind. Yeah. To be fair, I don't believe your clan gets most of the good fighting disciplines. <laughs> Getting into the disciplines politics, I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't really get the speed or the strength or anything like that. No, but you know what they do have? Creepy flesh crafting powers. I think that might make up for it a little bit. Yeah, that, I, <laughs> that is their makeup for it, but... I'll just give my legs 12 extra biceps or whatever the heck and then exactly. run faster. I have turned my lungs into two more biceps. <laughs> you see you see my shoulders more biceps. <laughs> yeah, uh, at this point I think Jose will like hold up the like ropes of the ring to let uh Erica in. Okay. So, Erica, you step in, and Wait. Jose, do you have anything? Oh, can, can Erica roll to get through them? Your sure thing, yeah. How about dex and... Oh, what would that be? Athletics. Okay. Just uh, low ob. Ob is going to be four here. 
If she does fine, well, we can skip this, but I want I want it to be re a record if she just falls flat on her face. Ah, four successes. Four successes, you managed to get inside the Renori. <laughs> well, you already crossed the first barrier. That was a test? Uh, not necessarily, but I've seen some rookies uh, face plant a couple times, so you're doing better than some people. That's reassuring. Well, what's first, coach? Uh, well, first... Oh, can you say coach again? Coach? Thank you. That made me so happy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, first, a big part of all fights is preparation. Normally, uh, there are going to be occasions when you can't control uh, when you're going to get into a fight, but there are things you can control leading up to any sort of ambush. And the first one is clothing. And while your outfit is good for practice, it's less than practical if you are going to be encountering fighting. Y you mean this thing? She gestures to her, her funky jumpsuit. Yeah. Probably caught dead in this in public. <laughs> oh, it's much well. too scantily clad. <laughs> I believe technically our kind are caught dead in everything we wear. But, um, <laughs> some basics good jackets uh, conceal well and he like opens up his jacket and like pulls out uh, like two concealed blades he has in there and like slides them back in plus the leather is better than nothing if someone's going to be beating on you the convenient thing about mine is the pins kind of also uh, are their own level of protection and people don't typically swing for the spikes I see, I see. So I should add more more spikes to my petticoats? Uh, yes. Not necessarily, but there are some techniques you could apply. Uh, some uh, people I know add metal ribbing to things that have a lot of intricate detail to absorb blows better. There is a lot you can do to conceal armor into basic clothing. I see. Additionally, uh, things you can use as impromptu knuckle dusters are also pretty convenient if you're going to be prepared for hand to hand brawling. And you can see he like slips those like massive watches onto his fist. They very clearly, if you look at the watch faces, have been used more as like impromptu brass knuckles than actual watches. <laughs> Only two of them are running and it's because they're digital. <laughs> But, of course, the best option is weaponry. And he kind of gestures over to the table. Uh, any of these uh, speaking to you? She looks kind of nervously at them. Why? And keep in mind, these are mostly like wooden training weapons. So like wooden, like fake axes and like swords and just kind of bat batons and whatnot. Oh, you wouldn't happen to have a bone saw, would you? <laughs> Uh, not for practice, no. I, I say I can take some hits. I don't think the bone saw is going to be great for me. Oh, sorry. I forgot that you were the target. I, I'll just pick this and she gets the baton. Hmm. Yeah. And Jose will go over and pull up like uh, a pair of escramus sticks like those. They're like sets of night sticks that are meant to be like dual handed. All right. You say you don't have a lot of experience in fighting then. I know, thankfully I 
Sort of kept out of the front lines, if you know what I mean, back in the day. Hmm. So no wartime for you, and he'll do like a little fake swing just to see if she'll try to block it or not. Erica will try and uh, and lift the baton. Well, the instincts aren't bad. Oh, you're you're scared me there. Like I said, you never know when it's fights coming, so you got to be prepared for it. And he will do like a full force swing with his offhand. Erica will try and block again. Okay, now this is when we get to the rolling bit. Since you guys are armed, this is going to be strength and melee for both of you. Uh, so that's a two to block. That is a six to hit. So yeah, without applying any fancy modifiers or anything, we're going to say straight up that Jose, your swing is a little bit too much too fast for her. And while she does try to block, it is very easily bypassed by you, someone who's far more experienced. Well, you did manage to block it. That's a good start, uh, and he'll his like weapons down for a sec and help Erica into more of like a basic like fighting position like uh, lowering center of gravity legs spread arms like ready to receive blows rather than trade them if that makes sense like very defensive now let's try again with this stance and he'll swing again good to see you're not going easy on me you never learn uh, fighting by going easy on people. Three and three. <laughs> that one's a failure. Not going to bother using willpower. I could just okay. fail. I could just fail and break my nose and fix it. No, no. When you start to fight Jose, you feel a little bit more like you know what you're doing. You feel a little bit more capable, but it's not enough. And you quickly realize that even though you have all of these position pointers, you don't quite know how to use it. So even though your center of gravity is low, you just end up like falling on your butt when you try to step back. I should have lifted the extra padding, gosh. Mm. Uh, yeah, Jose will uh, help Erica off the ground. <sighs> Thank you, Mr. Almonds. I just, I don't know if I'm really cut out for this sort of fighting. What do you think would be more your speed? I don't know. I guess I'm I'm down and squatting solid, but I just don't have a lot of strength behind me, you know? Hmm. It was a better shot than a punch back in the day. Well, I don't exactly have the equipment for shooting anything with me presently. Oh, gosh, of course not, of course not. Besides, our kind aren't exactly weak to firearms. I... Makes sense. Well, <laughs> if anything other than what I can do for myself, how can I spot in someone else what to use? You know what I mean? Like if, like if I see someone coming at me, is there a way to redirect things or? Now that's more doable. Uh, there is a um, good many fighting styles that prioritize using your enemy strengths against them rather than your own. That might be a good place to start for you. Hi, so how do we go about that? Well, first a practical example. Just take your best punch at me. All right. Okay, so is this unarmed then? Yeah. So this will be strength and brawl. 
One success for Erica. Two successes for Jose. Okay, so this time you're able to fare a bit better, Erica, dodging and weaving out of all these punches. So while you can defend, you're having a bit of a hard time landing a hit. I think, well, because she's coming at me in this case, so I think it is like... Oh, okay. Jose keeps, like, dodging out of the way or, like, using the weight of the punch to, like, push Erica past him rather than at him. Absolutely, yeah. See, you got close to landing a couple blows, but I was able to use your own momentum against you, and they never quite connected. Might be good for uh, your own personal strengths. Right, right. Okay, then maybe come at me and I'll try and, and dodge you. Okay, same roll. Uh, I fail. And I got three successes. Nice. So with that, Erica, you prove that, you know, you, you do know a thing or two after all. You're able to get a few hits in and successfully dodge out of Jose's few futile attempts to land a hit on you. Hmm. I guess I'm a little better than I thought. Or at least, not as bad as I thought. Eh. Plus, the more you work, the more muscle memory will work for you. This is a pretty good start. Oh, thank you, Mr. Almanza. I really do appreciate this. But let's give another go at the batons, if it's all right. Sure thing. Go ahead and just come at me with it, with all you got. All right. Okay, so this is going back to melee. Uh, I will say uh, Jose is going to remain unarmed for this, so he will continue okay. using his brawl instead of his melee. Okay, fantastic. Okay, that's a two for Erica. Uh, it does seem, Erica, that some of this is coming back to you. Maybe you have flopped before. You aren't entirely sure, but using your baton, you're able to prove your worth with Jose. Yeah, I think Jose is like rubbing his like arms and shoulders where like the baton hits probably landed. Huh. That was impressive. I'm sorry, Mr. Almond. Did I go overboard? You're not sore, are you? Eh. Uh, not at present, and besides, uh, the kind of training I've been through, you fare a lot worse. They don't go for practice weapons as much as I do. I, I, I see. That can't have been easy. It wasn't, but, uh, basic training was about the same, so. I basic training. For your, for your clan, or... Uh, not quite. Uh, he pulls out his dog tags and, like, underhand tosses them to Erica. I was a GI. Aye, that, that's right. You mentioned you were here in the war. Where were you stationed? Uh, a little bit of everywhere uh, during uh, uh, World War II. I was uh, in Europe. Uh, at the end of it, I was uh, near Italy. Aye, Italy. That's roundabout where I was towards the end as well. I thought you didn't see a lot of combat. I went a little more towards the the front lines in the Second War, you know, with the, the medical brigades. The last few months are a little fuzzy, if I'm being honest. Hmm. It was right around the time that I went into Torpar. You know, it kind of makes sense that you were around there. My 
A couple of soldiers I met throughout used to tell ghost stories of this old Irish nurse that would come around at night and uh, service some of the injured soldiers. Boy, I don't know if uh, I know anything about that. Uh, you know, Irish ghosts, they can find themselves anywhere. They, they get around. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> if it's not too much to pry, do you remember anything about being put into torpor? I, it's it's hard. It's, it's fuzzy. I remember the ultimare. I remember... I just remember the pain in my back. Not much else, if I'm honest. Barely remember where I was. But that's behind me, you know. I had lots of fun times before that and lots of fun times after. When'd you wake up? Why, a few years ago now, near about a decade. It feels so short now, all things considered, but, you know, just enough time to get back to medical school. Mm. Had to update a few things, you know. You know they don't let you do bloodletting no more. I imagine they don't. I am kidding. They, they stopped that a while back, but, you know, old doctor <laughs> joke. <laughs> the bottomies, though, those threw me off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it must have been hard uh, waking up a couple decades later in Italy and just... Must have been crazy. Boy, I wasn't in Italy no more. I somehow found myself in Houston between when I went to sleep and when I woke. Still not sure vampires can trust running waters, but must have done it somehow. Huh. But what about you? How'd you pass the time between the war and now? Well, once the war ended, well, I didn't see the end of the war on the battlefield because I got turned right as it was ending. Uh, I had to go back to... Now, technically, I'm not supposed to talk about this, but I trust you enough. My lips are sealed. Hmm. Uh, there's this place uh, out in the desert uh, somewhere called Alamut. It's the Eagle's Nest. It's where they train all of the Asamites. You see, unlike... Uh, other clans, we don't, we only allow people in once they've shown their worth. Most people have to go through a seven years worth of training. I was lucky that my sire was uh, in high enough standing to let me chance the testing. Must have been quite an ordeal. Has he returned after the war? No, I couldn't. Too many people from the front knew me. Plus, my family was still around, so I globetrotted. I went a little bit of everywhere. Asia, Africa, Australia. I learned a bunch of things, did a bunch of things. And uh, about 20 years ago, I ended up back in Houston running that bar. Wait, it's amazing, Mr. Almanza, that you were able to, to do so much with this time. It's really admirable that you've seen and done so much. I wouldn't say most of what I've done is admirable, but thank you. Aye. Right. You've heard of the Asimites, right? What we do? I, uh, must admit I don't know all too much. Still new to, to kindred society. I, I barely know much about the clan that that brought me into the kindred world. 
Well, my knowledge of them leads me to believe that you're on the safer side then. I agree with that. Asamites, unlike uh, most clans, aren't part of the Camarilla or the Sabat. We're independent, um, mainly because of the work we do. We are contract killers. We target other kindred in exchange for money and, in certain cases, blood. Not human blood. Kindred blood. Hi, I see. Well, I guess there's always some lie to work for everything. Hmm. But of course, I, I can't blame you for for what your your clan has you do. Of course, we've all had to do some hard things. I think Jose gives Erica a very, once again. Jose has, like, a perma-blank expression, uh, but you see, like, genuine sadness in Jose's eye when you say, uh, we've all had to do things we didn't that are tough. Yeah. I guess we have. I'm so sorry. I, I didn't mean to... to bring up hard times. No, it's... it's... My memory was pretty good uh, prior to my turning, and it's near perfect these days makes it a lot harder to run from my mistakes and I've made more than my share we can't be burdening ourselves with the past now can we we can just be the people we are today and and try and be better or at least feel better I suppose you're right come at me again we've been talking for too long (laughs) <laughs> no talking on the battlefield. Right, right. Can't let the muscles go stiff. Oh, adorable. Okay. So you still have the baton, so that's going to be melee from you. That's a failure for Erica. Muscles got too stiff. And Jose? Uh, four successes. I imagine that there's a degree of Erica kind of feels bad for her. Jose for bringing up some sort of past memory. So you try, but your heart really isn't into it. I think you have this backwards, Miss Erica. When you have the emotional advantage on your enemy, you exploit it. Jesus. I, I, I don't know if I'd say that was necessary. I'm sorry, I, I think I've Worn myself out for the day. That's fair. It's a good start. Um, we usually have some time before we meet up at the bar. If you'd like to meet up there early, we can always practice. Hi, I'd like that. Thank you, Mr. Almanza. I, I really do appreciate this. Oh, and I brought um, some tea if you'd like some. And Erica gets a little thermos and passes it to, to Jose. Can't exactly uh, stomach the stuff, unfortunately. But I'd be happy to pour you a cup. I know, I, I think you'll have an, an easier time stomaching that. I think Jose will kind of raise an eyebrow and unscrew the top of the thermos and give it a sniff. And what's inside? 
Blood tea? Blood tea? It, it's just or, hot. It's just hot blood. Just hot blood. Where'd you get the blood? <laughs> her, her resources from the hospital. Uh, Jose will take a good chug of it and uh, pass it over to you. That's a lot of blood. How do you come by it? Oh, yeah, I've, uh, I've got some connections. Uh, still up at Kindred Hospital. Oh, mm. no relations to Kindred. It's it's Kindred Hospital is in the hospital called the Kindred. Anyways, I've got my ways. Remember, I've been here for 20 years. I, I've seen the inside of that place a handful of times. I wonder if we ever cross paths at the emergency room. Oh. Usually on the night shift. Well, at least I was, but... I think you wouldn't have been awake for it. There were some times back in the 90s that a certain group of people would uh, cause a little too much trouble in my bar. I, I, I see. No, I would have snoozed right through that. Yeah. What group, if I may ask? They call themselves neo-Nazis. Some things never change, apparently. Erica kind of freezes up at that. You, you don't say. Even today, I just... As imperfect as kindred are, there's some people that are just worse. She clams up and takes another sip of tea. Well, we're all a little bit human, I guess. Nazis aren't human. Oh, wait, no, wait, we're talking about, okay. Ki yeah, okay. I'm talking about kindred. I was not talking about Nazi. Nazis, believe it okay. or not. Okay. Disclaimer, okay. Nazis aren't human. Vampires <laughs> are, though. <laughs> Comparatively. Yeah, you think they would have gotten their fill of getting their asses kicked the first time. I would have been kicked even worse, if you ask me. Not to pry too much. I think that's the most violent thing I've heard you say so far. Oh, sorry, I sort of let it slip there. I shouldn't be so coarse. It's not, it's not ladylike. Mm. Gosh, I'm sorry. I can't pretend to act like my mother's daughter. Fuck Nazis. Hell yeah. Well, I'll drink to that. Uh, since we're wrapping up for the knife, uh, night here, uh, Jose is going to pull out an old silver medical scalpel and toss it over to her. Why, what's this? This is... Oh my goodness, this is just like back in the old days. Practically like the one I used to use. Hmm. I, uh, collect a few pieces of easily concealable things. Scalpels, mostly among them. I figured you'd get a kick out of it and give you a little extra edge should you need to come to blows with someone. A little more comfortable in your hands. Oh, I appreciate that. I guess they do feel a little more at ease with these fillers. Though, hard to imagine. Anyways. Of course. Well, we ought to get tidied up before we meet everyone later. Certainly. Jose begins uh, collecting all the things he laid out. Uh, do you need to head back to your house to change out of your outfit? <laughs> oh, this whole thing? No, I'll be changing in the changing rooms. Like I said, way too scantily clad for, for the people out there. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Jose will just, like, point out the locker rooms. Go ahead, then. 
Hi, thank you. And Mr. Almanzai, I have to say, I know I haven't really proved myself to be particularly tough today, but if things come to blows, I'll, I'll have your back. You've proved yourself enough to me, if that's any consolation. Why, I, I can't say I've done all that much, but I still appreciate it. Nerica will trot over to the changing rooms in her little balloon outfit. <laughs> Anything either of you would like to do before we close for the night? I think we'll close on the same way we closed Jose's interview with him texting someone, trying to figure some additional mysteries out. I'm assuming we aren't going to be private to him, huh? Before Erica leaves the gym, she's gonna take another look at that scalpel and just kind of take a bit of a closer look. Well, it's been a while since she's seen something like that from the Second World War. Yeah, Erica, when you hold it, it's a little weird how familiar it is. Not in a bad way, but get a weird sense of deja vu. You know, my kind say that uh, weapons have souls. That you can feel something in them of what they've done. That read true to you? I, I um, can't say I've had most fond experience with weapons, but I do sometimes find that in my medical equipment, you know? So I, I could definitely see it possible. I hope it serves you well, should you need it. And given your approach to life, I hope you never need it. Is there anything either of you wants to do solo besides the texting? Because you can definitely do that while, while Erica is changing. I just have the texting, really. Okay, so while Erica's changing, you text your friend her contact. Yeah, it'll be Valerie again, I believe. Valerie, thanks. Tell me what you text her and I'll be sure to do something with it. Jose texts two things. He says, first, could you find any reports of bodies being moved from Italy to Houston in between World War II and 10 years ago? And the second is, and do you know any of the sorcerers who might be willing to teach me some blood magic? Oh, saucy. You're definitely going to have to wait on a response on that. But as Erica exits the changing room, you two share a comfortable silence as you go to meet up with the rest of your group. Hello there, this is Tori, the vengeful spirit that possesses Erica, and I'm interrupting to bring you a few important messages from Show Some Initiative. The first and most important message is, thank you so much for joining us here today at Show Some Initiative. 
We are so grateful to any of you who chooses to listen to our podcast out of the many, many others that are out there. And we appreciate you so much. And we would also like to thank Tabletop Audio for the use of their amazing music library that helps bring life to the interesting world we've created in this podcast. If you'd like to use some of their resources, you can find them at tabletopaudio.com. Now, if you would like to find Show Some Initiative on the World Wide Web, we are on many social media platforms, including Twitter at Some Initiative, Instagram at show.someinitiative, and our Tumblr blog, Show Some Initiative. And we have just joined TikTok. You can find us at Show Some Initiative. And on that TikTok, we will have special clips from each episode featuring adorable animations by our artist, Sean. Be sure to follow us on any social media platform you enjoy. And please don't hesitate to leave a like, a comment, or a review on any of your social medias, podcatchers, or the YouTubes. Not only does this really help other people find our podcast to enjoy, but it also makes us pretty happy. We might even read your comment right here on the show. Now, before I let you get back to the episode, I just wanted to say thank you again for joining us. It's been 20 amazing, fun episodes with these people I adore and you, and I'm really happy that you're joining us. Thanks and enjoy the episode. So who reaches out to who here? Uh, It's a new night, the moon is rising above Houston, and one of you is feeling particularly devious. Uh, I'll say Danny reaches out first. Because, like, Danny's very proactive with this kind of thing, right? So, like, Mm. yeah, I'll say he, he goes first. And yeah, I think he calls up like it's, you know, not I guess not the morning, but you know, early in the night. Right. And uh, he calls up. Yo, Theo, you up? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you up? <laughs> Theo's like, I didn't think he swung that way, but. <laughs> Thank you, Julian, but please. Uh, sorry, excuse me. Uh, dear Theo, are you awake? <laughs> <laughs> we got no homo with us as hard as we can. Uh, so yeah, the dearest Theo, art thou awake? <laughs> is the text you receive at probably like, what, nine in the night? Nine, nine, nine o'clock, yeah, something like that. I think it's just replies with like a yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yep. Because that's what I'd say. He has a damn message back. He says, we should probably get to work on the whole frame job for Amelia. I think that's probably the best solution. So I'd like to have it in, a good one in place. Someone I got to resort to the little kidnapping business. This is through text, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's like, um. Sounds good. Do you have like a place? You want to meet up? Yeah, you see Dan, like, the phone just consider for a second. He kind of shrugs. Uh, just come here. I've got all the stuff set up here anyway. And he, like, sends you the address. 
on the script. So Theo, roll drive, no I'm kidding. <laughs> oh god, oh Theo fuck. dies on the drive over. <laughs> Catches on fire. Uh, but you get over to Danny's, okay, you find the apartment number. Uh, knock and wait. Danny greets you, opening the door. Yo, come on. I got some of the stuff set up here. I need to look over it. Alright. And you see, as soon as you fucking, um, you know, walk in, go ahead and make a, uh, make a fucking dodge check because Bruce is about to fucking oh, tackle you. No. Do it, please. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. Hold on. Oh, I've got zero in athletics. Awesome. That makes a the <laughs> ob eight. Yeah. Yes, the ob is eight. Awesome. I've got evasive. Uh, I would say that that would work here. All right, so for attack. That's a one. I would say that's enough to get not not completely knocked down by Bruce. I don't. But yeah. you still get pounced on. Uh, you you lose your footing for a bit, but you know you regain it and keep petting the guy. Oh. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, sorry about that. He's R uh, real he, friendly, dude. Yeah, well, I mean, we don't I don't really have people over that much, so he gets real, real excited. And also, you know, he has like the strength of like two and a half men, so that's kind of yeah, yeah, definitely feel that. Anyway, so uh, yeah, yeah, come on, boy. He, like, kind of grabs him and pulls him off you, helps you up. It just carries them away. It just carries them <laughs> to to the take them away, boys. So he like gestures over, and you see there's like he has like a table set out. And I imagine this apartment like it's how to describe it like nice but very bare bones, like very Spartan, right? Mm. Especially because he like, kind of just moved here, Spartan. and I think because considering the circumstances, Danny didn't have any time to like bring his stuff from New York, right? So it's a very bare bones apartment, right? But there's like a small, like kind of solid wooden table or not small. It'd be like pretty large, like wooden table uh, in the middle of the kind of room, center room. And uh, you see there's a bunch of like documents and like a computer and uh, like, you know, just a bunch of other stuff on it. And he like pulls out a chair and like gestures and then sits down. So. If we're gonna get started, then I think we probably best break up what we need to do, uh, what we need to do, and how we need to do it. Yeah, divide divided task more efficient that way. Yeah, he nods. So don't get offended because you know exactly why I'm asking you this. But how familiar are you with frame jobs? I know my way around it. How's that? Yeah, he nods. You know, basic squad you gotta do. Fair. To give me any ba rundowns, basics, I don't know. Yeah, he nods, like, fair enough. Okay, so we can skip past all the basic stuff, then. Uh, what I would, yeah. So what I would say is, with this specific situation, I think there's two things we gotta break up, right? For her specifically which is our, our angle is we want to make it look like she was dealing with the Sabbat. Mm. 
So I think we need two things. We need some Sabat goons to take the fall, and we need, uh, and we need separate evidence. With that, we need both because if we don't have any, if we don't have the people that made the deal, there's no real proof, and if we don't have any physical evidence, they could just be lying. Mm-hmm. So. I think I'm going to request that you go for the evidence part and I'll try to get the goons. Because with all your tech, with all your tech skills, I'd be right in guessing that you could fake, you could easily fake online transactions, right? Like bank account, that's like bank exchanges, uh, email, stuff like that. Yeah, that's simple stuff. He like kind of shrugs and chuckles. Yeah, simple to you. He's goddamn thing like kind of like taps his laptop, (laughs) but that's good. As for me, I know where some spot in the city. They're harder to find these days, considering you know this whole princess was based on kicking them out of here. But I mean, they're spot. They're like roaches. They're not going to go anywhere completely. (laughs) Once we get that, here's the part that I'm thinking about, and here's why I'd like your advice, (sighs) which is that. You know, you've been in this area longer. Maybe you'll know, maybe you'll know a bit better. Which is how to bring this to the prince. Because we could bring him in and say like, haha, we discovered it, right? But that, I mean, we're not even supposed to be looking for things like this, right? We're not supposed to be not looking for it, but it's not our job. So it might come off suspect. But I don't really know how to bring it to her otherwise. What do you think? Right. I mean, the two best ones, I feel like, is just, like, it coming up when he gives her, like, a report of what's happening, or... Or, um... I don't know, he slides on a desk or something. <laughs> well, because well, his point is, is basically, if I comment, like, how we found this, it's like, well, how did you find this? when you're supposed to be, like, investigating the circus. Uh... Right. Yeah. And also, like, if we, like, wait... But then if we wait to be like, you know, uh, oh, you know, I just happened to find this, I'll let you know now. It's like, well, why didn't you tell me about this immediately? Right? I think what he's asking would be, like, if is there a way, like, we can, like, maybe get somebody else to give it to her for us? Or, like, maybe, like, something like that. I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess Chantry would make most sense of who he would know, actually. Yeah, I mean, I guess Danny will say then, like, like just, I don't know, like, you got... Oh, what about the Tremere Chantry? Do you think you can get something out of them, or...? Yeah, I, I could I could definitely pass it on to someone um, who could bring it up to her. That That's definitely doable. Hey, nods. Okay, so I guess that'll be our point of entry then. It's one task done. And yeah, he nods. And now to the busy work. So breaking this into steps, what's your first movement going forward? So our first step is we're both is getting we're gonna basically f- make the fake, right? We gotta deep fake it. And for that, we're like, we're gonna basically 
I'm Danny's gonna try to find like basically some sagat goons, sabat, yeah. <laughs> Ah, some sabat goons to like to basically fake like you know her having a deal with right uh and then um theo is gonna like fake like an email like emails and transactions yeah mm-hmm. digital uh documents that's the word then how do we want to get started on this who wants to go first i guess or do we want, uh, actually, is Danny going to go to the Sabat thing alone, or? Uh, yeah, probably. Okay. Okay. That's great. Wait, so are we just splitting up now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, actually, no, that's a good, that's a good point. That could be, that could be dangerous. <laughs> Danny just, like, leaves Theo <laughs> in the apartment, like, okay, you work on this. Appreciate yeah, no, that, trust already. that could be pretty. That could be pretty fucking dangerous. Okay, yeah. So I guess we'll go with the spot thing together. <laughs> Probably be the better idea. Yeah, I think I think it makes more sense anyway. Since we're, it's just the two of us here. Yeah. Yeah. Give you guys some time to bond. Yeah. Damn, we gotta hang out or something. Spend time together. Honestly, cringe. Cringe. Yeah, imagine spending time with your friends. Kind of cringe. Anyway, my lovely friends. <laughs> so, <laughs> you guys devise a plan to come in contact with some Sabat. Uh, how do you go about it, actually? Are you just going to go trounce the streets? Are you going to go asking people? Are you going to just hunt one down? That's good. I guess I guess we're gonna ask around first to see if we can find like figure out like okay where are there some Sabat goons hanging out? Yeah. I don't know. Big trouble. How does one bring in a Sabat? Time to find out. <laughs> mm, trying to think of what this could be. Probably something along the lines of intelligence and investigation to find them. Then yeah, if no one has anything else, then please give me intelligence plus investigation to ask around for any leads on the Sabbat. Oh, hell yeah! That's two tens and two nines! Yeah, alright, three successes. Four, maybe. Nice, so four successes and three successes. You both ask around to your respective sources, both in the Chantry and in the Nosferatu, and you get back with or you, you get met with a few places where uh, a couple have been sighted, nothing major. But most of note, the most frequent place they seem to be is uh, closer to the docks in some abandoned warehouse, because it's always an abandoned warehouse, isn't it? Uh, where they seem to have set up base. It's just that no one's thought they've been a big enough nuisance to go after them. It's just been a couple, you know, terrorizing kind every now and again sometimes bothering the occasional Camarilla. Mm. So, you got at least one small place. You also get a handful of other, you know, Nosferatu claiming they've run into them in the sewers, or uh, people in the Chantry saying that they've tried to either break in or, you know, stalk some members occasionally. Things like that. So you do have a few good leads. Yeah, so Danny like kind of around and he like looks over at Theo. Well, the only really lead we got is that one warehouse. So, uh, 
Let's see if we can wrangle ourselves up some Sabana. Let's do that. Okay, where are you starting? Yeah, so I guess... Because Danny's idea is basically, right, like, grab a couple, right? You know, probably, probably like one guy, right? Um, like, grab a guy and basically threaten him into, like, corroborating the story, right? And then with basically the agreement of, you know, you'll you'll get out of this in the end, right? That's pretty good. I've got Dominate if you need any uh, support on that. <laughs> OK. Wait, Dominate doesn't work on other kindred. Fuck. Well, no, uh, if they're lower generation and I would say, actually, Theo, could you give me intelligence and occult here? That's a four. OK, with four successes, uh, you would know for sure that a lot of Sabat, especially in a small group like this, are people who have or, yeah, humans kind who have just been recently turned. So they tend to run uh, higher gen so they aren't just powerful. OK, dominated is. <laughs> Hell yeah, so I guess we're gonna like sneak up to the place and try to get, basically catch one of the Sabat goons as they're like coming in or out of the building. Is okay. That, yeah. So perception plus alertness from both of you and to kind of judge, not only to see uh, someone coming in or out, but to also judge, you know, which one is alone or which one has his guard down the least, things like that. Seven successes for Danny. Uh, and how many for Theo? One. You find Theo, a few guys where it's like, oh yeah, you know, that, that one's ripe for the picking. Like, oh, let's go after him. But Danny holds you back until you find one a few minutes into your stakeout, 15, 20 minutes, who seems very anxious, very kind of like off guard, mm -hmm. almost. Much more. Almost agitated. And he is kind of, scampering away as though he's been uh if not physically wounded then definitely like oh mentally like he, he seems very out of it i also just like the the mental image of, of the seeing one person is just like all right let's go and danny like holds him back he's like no 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 wait oh, wait i i know you want to use your freaky mind powers but give me like five minutes <laughs> like, sounds good so it's gonna better better target here yeah <laughs> Yeah, so Danny, like, seeing this guy, he, like, points at Theo, like, there, there's a guy. All right. Okay, so what's your plan of attack here? Uh, yeah, basically, like, <laughs> uh, it's pretty much just fucking kidnapping. Like, just fucking sneak up and put the bag over his head. Okay, then who's one person, or one kindred, I should say, dex plus stealth to sneak up on him? Seven. Also seven. Oh, okay. Here you go. Ah, uh, you go. You 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 go ahead and roll them. All right. And I will say, uh, ob six at least, and I'm gonna need you to get probably more than three. Cool. No pressure. Bap. Yeah, unless you have something specifically that would lower oh, the ob. Oh, good. okay. <laughs> ha, psych. Yes. Uh, okay. Hell yeah. That's a success of kidnapping boys. So go ahead and describe to me, Theo, how you're going to kidnap this man almost seamlessly. I think Theo's pretty good with 
moving around quietly. You know, sneaky boys. And so he gets behind a dude and I don't, I don't really know what else you need for describing a kidnapping. You just put the bag over a guy and you go. You, you just Wait, go. So, so, I, so, I, well, so I imagine it's like Danny. Well, I, so I imagine it's like Danny has like a car like brought up and you just fucking rip him back into the car. Yeah, we just chuck him in. All right, go, go, go. Are you holding this man down in the back seat in an attempt to you know prevent him from wiggling? Uh, uh, definitely. Yeah, I, uh, from the way you described it, he's yeah. He's got to be a wriggling. Yeah, yeah, he is thrashing about and obviously trying to resist getting kidnapped, believe it or not. I honestly, how rude. Uh, yeah, honestly, do, do, doesn't understand like kidnapping etiquette here. We got you a fresh new bag and everything. Yeah, you're supposed to, yeah come on, you're supposed to, come on. Did you ever seen horror movies? You're supposed to flail like an idiot, you used yeah. to say. <laughs> Jesus, it's like you don't want us to succeed here. <laughs> Me handi- not handing you the story on a silver platter? <laughs> okay, may I please have a strength plus, I would say this is melee, or would we say this is brawl? Melee, right? Uh, because it's unarmed, or? No, brawl is unarmed, yeah. Brawl, okay. So strength and brawl, then. Cool. I'm definitely doing this one. Yeah. Uh, who's driving the car? Yeah, because what I assumed. So let me explain kind of what my like what I was visualizing was like basically Dan brought the car up, right? Theo like throws him in the back, like like he didn't he wasn't like he didn't like drive up the car like the car was already there. Theo throws him in the back where Danny holds him down and then like goes gets in the driver's seat. Like he's basically throwing him at Danny to hold him. Smarter because between the two of them, uh, one of them definitely has dots in brawl. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. No, I want to see. I want to see the twink suffer. I mean, so do I. But <laughs> we, we gotta realize that they have some brains to 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 see to foresee this happening. Fine. So go ahead then, Danny. Strength and brawl to hold this guy down. Oh my god. Ah. Okay, I'm gonna spend a willpower hmm. and get one success. One success. I'm gonna have this guy uh, go ahead and roll two. Uh, he obviously isn't as strong because he's still baby vampire, but considering it's one fucking success. Oh, oh okay. So it's right. a minus one versus a one. It's not your proudest moment. You you definitely are maybe a little rustier than you'd like to admit, but you managed to hold this guy down. And at one point when he is trying to wiggle free, ends up kind of overestimating himself and kind of rams into the seat in front of him and you hear a, a just enough to be a like a, a thunk hard enough to be a pain you hear like ah oh, fucking son of a bitch motherfucker and he ends up we kind of the freaking at the beginning there there was so much <laughs> No, there was so much time. Like he, you think he's gonna get away for a moment, but he ends up thunking his head so hard that he gets sent back into your arms. Yeah, Dan basically just like yeah, just grabs him. Like he basically bear hugs him, where he just like wraps his arms around the top of his arms so he can't his arms can't like flare out, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and just like hold like crushing like hold crushingly like kind of holds him there. Okay. In place. And yeah, he like gestures the I think I, I get the hell out of here. 
Pedal to the metal. Dex plus drive, Theo. I was expecting this. Now, tell me, first off, are you trying to drive, you know, fast like a getaway car? Are you trying to be like, oh, we didn't just kidnap someone and play it off? No, you got, you got, don't act suspicious, you know? Okay, okay. So you're going to try to drive away cool, calm, and collected. Yeah, you got to act natural here. Don't want to get, uh... Chased out for like a speeding ticket. <laughs> that would be funny though. Okay, so Theo, how many successes did you get here? Three. Loving these rolls today. It's not gonna work out for me in the end. <laughs> no, it's fine, it's, it's fine. fine. With your three successes, you're able to keep your cool and drive, you know, maybe a little fast at first, you know, the adrenaline's still going through you, yeah. even though it really isn't because, you know, you're kindred and that's not how your biology works. It's fine, don't worry about it. But you're able to get yourself under control, start driving the speed limit, and where are you guys taking him? <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, well, I could keep circling this to, I could keep circling this block or we could head back to yours which I don't imagine you would like. Yeah, no, that might, that would probably be very not good. You think the last resort is still open? Uh, I mean, we're just probably just gonna get to like, just go like, do this is just go to some alleyway where we can pull like pull over basically. Yeah. Hmm. Like talk to him for a second. Right. You managed to find a, a undisturbed alleyway for your nefarious deeds. So you pull in and get situated. What's your game plan? Uh, question. Would it, would, it, would it be okay to, to assume that Danny uh, came prepared and brought like ski masks since we were planning on doing this? Oh yeah, since you guys were planning, I'm giving you, you know, basic, maybe some rope, but that's not really effective against Kindred. I said that uh, would really help you much. Know, the bag, yeah, the bag, the ski masks. Yeah, fair, so. The whole um, yards. So yeah, in that case, yeah, like Danny like puts on like this ski mask, right? Mm. And uh, hands one to Theo to do the same. Right. I imagine we're both in the back, but we're all like in the back of this car, basically, right? And I whispers to the guy, All right, I'm going to take this bag off your head now. You're not going to fight back. You got that? You can you give me charisma and intimidation? Or would we say this is manipulation and intimidation? Uh, I could be either. Like, I'm, I'm fine with either. Do you, well, do you probably, want to be probably, good cop or bad cop? Probably like intimidation, because it's like I'm because the the, well, the like, yeah no the, I said intimidation. I'm yeah. asking charisma or manipulation. Oh oh. Sorry. I guess it depends on what, what angle you're working it on. Uh, manipulation definitely. Charisma's not okay. getting people to like you. Then go ahead, manipulation and intimidation. Two successes. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you hear from underneath the bag a very disgruntled. Yeah, sure. Yeah, he looks at that, he kind of looks at it, he's like, hmm, right, but he he nods eventually, right? And, uh, yeah, he, like, takes off the bag. Uh, just to describe who you are interrogating here, he looks to be a young man, but granted, that doesn't mean much in terms of vampires. Late teenager, maybe, with long, kind of almost bowl-cutty brown hair, big, pretty brown eyes, very, very pale skin. Like, to the point where, even if he were kind, you'd still be concerned. 
Okay. And a very, very thin wireframe, which might explain why Theo was able to pick him up. Very gangly dude. Okay. He looks more than a little perturbed with you. What's your opening line here? Yeah, he says, so before we start anything, let me make one thing clear. Don't worry on this front, it ain't anything personal. And you're gonna have every ability to walk out of this, provided you do what we say. Is that understood? Uh, he looks a little confused now. I, sure, why, why'd you kidnap me then? Well, come on. And he like, he kind of smiles, like, at you know, the mask. Uh, he kind of smiles on the mask. You know, we're, you know, other vampires are civilized. You know, unlike you, Sabat, we kidnap people for reasons other than murder. And he kind of, <laughs> and he kind of chuckles, right? We need you for something. I mean, not you in particular. You just happen to be the one that we got, but we need a Sabat guy for something. What sort of something here? You are going to have been making a deal with one Amelia Laurel to sell Camarilla secrets, positions, and smuggle other Sabat types into the city. You've been making this deal for the past several months, quite lucratively. And you're gonna be the guy we bring in to the prince to prove that Amelia has been doing such betrayal to the Camarilla. When you say that, he kind of scoffs. Now, this isn't a no. His voice is very squeaky. But I, I'm just saying that, you know, someone dressed like me, you know, dressed in a very ratty band t-shirt and skinny jeans, I don't know if I'd been making a lucrative deal lately, personally, you know? You got any sort of anything for me? Well, at times like the look? Yeah, we could probably set you up with something. Point is, Here's the deal. You're gonna scale on everything we say, right? You're gonna tell her how you've been making all this deal, how you've been turning it around. And if you provided you do everything good, right? You'll walk out just fine. We'll do the deal, we'll get everything set up. Then we'll take you back uh, for, you know, lock up questioning or just, you know, taking you out back and cutting your head off whatever thing, well, like it doesn't really matter, the excuse, then you and Amelia's agents will attack us and you'll escape in the chaos. That is, of course, provided that everything goes right. Well, what all could go wrong then? Uh, if you fuck it up and she suspects, then we'll kill you first and then probably flee the city. He raises an eyebrow. Well, at least you're honest, Camarilla. Hey, shrugs. I gotta hand it to you. That's probably the one good trait you Sabat guys have. You know, besides the disgusting debauchery and supremacy and all that disgusting shit. At least you guys tend to be honest. <laughs> it's a lot from coming from him, kid. He, he like taps the sh he like taps the shoulders, right? And he's like. So you don't really have much of a choice, but I'd like to still make sure that you're on board with everything that I've just said. You, under, you really understand. I get it's an inconvenience. You know, you're gonna have to stop eating babies for probably a week or so, but do you, do you think you can understand what we're, what, what do you think you understand what we're trying to do here? 
He nods. Yeah, just question though. Am I gonna expect anyone else to come up to me and try to make me a better offer to not go through with your plan? I just need to know if I'm gonna capitalize on this or uh, are you guys my only option here, do you think? Basically asking if uh, someone else is gonna come by and potentially try to get information on you guys getting information on this deal. Are you kidding? Nobody else knows you're here. Besides, while well, you're what? You're living, in, you're living out of a warehouse. You're probably a neonate, right? No one, no one's looking for you. When you say that, it seems to have struck a chord with him. He looks incredibly insulted, but he's not going to say anything about it. So, uh, anything else I need to know? Yeah, so like he like gestures to Theo to like like he gestures to Theo. Start the, uh, it's like start the car. Let's head back. And um, he like he like puts the bag over his head again. No, but uh, there's one thing I'd like to ask you. I'll give you one calm courtesy. And uh, he like again like um kind of puts him back in the seat, puts the bag over his head, right? And as he like gestures, to, he gestures to Theo to go right to back the house, and he's like, "What type of blood do you like most? You're drinking at my place tonight." <laughs> okay. Um. Who? What's? There's a pause, a beat, almost. Uh. So about that baby thing. Oh. Now that's a boring <laughs> moment. <laughs> I have that in the back of my head to pull aside Danny to be like, do they actually do that? But okay, cool. I don't need it. I don't need that. I don't need to hear anymore. I'm, I'm getting in the car. I'm, okay. I'm not any part of this. <laughs> don't want any part of that at all. Just nope, 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 nope. I may have some fucked up magic, but I don't know. I don't, no, know, no, I, I don't know about that know, one, Chief. Oh, well, I mean, you, you got virgins? I don't know. What else is there? Uh, uh, doctors? You got, oh, doctors are good. Oh, it's been a while since I've had a doctor. Uh, lawyers are okay. Kind of mid-tier, in my opinion. What's the difference? He starts listing off his thoughts on blood, even though, like, he, this man couldn't have been uh, a kindred for more than, like, a month, probably, but he's tried all these different types of blood. Yeah, he shrugs. You get everything down pat? I got three varieties of PhD. I mean, yeah, I guess we'll like go back to the apartment and um, yeah, he's basically because I imagine because like Danny's like has a contingent so probably like yeah, rope doesn't work, but I imagine he has like fucking a length of like steel chain, right? That you can like tie him to, mm-hmm. tie him up with, rather. And uh, yeah, I, I guess we go back to the apartment. Well, you guys managed to get back into the apartment. What is the next step here? I mean, so next step would be Theo getting the planting. like, oh. doing doing the yeah. framing, yeah. Not planting. That's not that's next oh, step. Also, what uh, the, this is kind of important. What information do you need from this guy? Uh, or are you just kind of going based on face alone? Well, that kind of depends. Work because we're gonna we don't really need information from him. What we need to is basically get him to sell that he's been like dealing with Amelia, mm-hmm. right? And like we found him. Yeah. Like basically what we want is to like bring him to the prince, right? Or in this case, have the Tremere bring him to the prince, right? And then mm-hmm. be like, 
you know, yeah, like I saw everything. She's doing this. You know, please don't kill me. Mm. Right. And then what? So what he says depends on what Sean sets up <laughs> here. Okay. Really. Man, you kidnap a man. You don't even have the common courtesy to ask him his name. SMH my head. I know. <laughs> so uh, now you guys are in the framing stage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's your process here then, Sean? Or what's your process here then, Theo? I mean, unless Sean wants to be here, <laughs> but I think that might get confusing in the meta. Alright. What's good like, blackmail material? I mean, we just we need, like, proof that, you know, quote-unquote proof that she was, like, betraying the camera and working with the Sabat, right? That's, that's what we need. Say I set up a a fake email. Could I... There's, I don't know enough about computer stuff here. Are you are you trying to Dear Evan Hansen this where you're making like a fake email backlog? Well, I guess I am. <laughs> okay. Hey, you know what? Whatever works. So then I guess uh, just to get a just to get a head start or a start period for setting up the very baseline of this, the fake email that this all revolves around. Okay, intelligence plus computer, please. Uh, you're, this is going to be degrees of success. I would definitely say that you want to roll higher. I should just write down the amount of dots I have. Counting takes way too long. It's too difficult. Wait, uh, how many successes do you have? Three. I forget that I have to ask that. Now, are you happy with three or do you want to bump it up to four? I'm going to bump that up. So you're able to get the goods um, ready to go in the sense of you have this email, you're able to set up the location pretty close to Amelia's apartment. You're able to create uh, a good, like find a way to create a good backlog of information and emails and things. Now, what exactly do you want to do? Do you want to try, uh, basically I'm asking what sort of roles you want to do in order to forge things of you know, intelligence and finance to do fake transactions or charisma plus uh, performance to try to imitate Amelia, like her way of speech or email or whatever. Mm. What sort of things do you want to attempt here? Uh, I have neither of those because for some reason I didn't invest anything in finance. Weird. Yeah, to be fair, like this, that, that's a, one of those things that comes up very yeah. rarely. Uh, and does Danny have any ideas that he'd want to chip in? Because while Theo does know what he's doing in the sense of the technical stuff, Danny's probably been around the block for longer. Like, so basically, you don't want it to make it look like it was an obvious account transfer. You want to fake it, like, you want it to fake a, like, a discreet account transfer, mm. right? So, for example, mm. like, you could fucking create, like, a encryption on it. Right, that wasn't actually there to make it look like she tried to hide it. Right. right. I would need another intelligence and computer to fake this, followed by an intelligence and finance to just have something even remotely convincing. That's a four for the first one for the um, computer stuff. Hacker man Excellent. voice. Stuff. Look at all these these numbers going across the screen. That's definitely what hacking is. <laughs> Man, I could definitely read binary, and that's what every computer science this does. Coder, programmer, uh, finance is what? 
uh, finance and intelligence. <laughs> That's a botch. <sighs> okay. Uh, can I ask Danny to do an intelligence and finance, or um, just to see if you can salvage any of this? All right. Danny, do you have the very, very common taken uh, abil- ability? Commonly finance. taken. <laughs> you know, for for three three dice with with an ob of eight, that was that wasn't a bad roll. Could have worse. been worse. If you want to spend a willpower to make it zero, it is the start of a new day. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it's not like it's gonna take anything away if I don't go with it. Okay. I will spend one. So that's my intelligence trait. Yes. Also I botched. love you guys so much. <laughs> so so spending a spending a willpower on that one, chief. <laughs> so we don't double botch it at least. We're doing great. Remember when I said this would come back to bite us? <laughs> what happens is, Theo, you managed to really sell this like illusion of secrecy. You managed to do like this encryption, decryption, re-encryption bullshit. But the subject of the emails, a, l- a little bit weird. Like, for example, you just start with like, oh, and I'm going to pay you a million dollars to do this. And then Danny, you come in with your zero and you say, no, 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 no. A million is too high. I'm thinking a hundred thousand, which is still maybe a little high, but a little bit more believable than a million dollars. So you got that going for you. They're both rich, derogatory. They don't know how money works. Yeah, I do imagine being a kindred, uh, any sense of monetary worth tends to get a little mm. uh, wacky, especially the longer you've been alive. But you managed to get a good backlog of emails going. You do the encryption thing that you've been wanting to do. It's just that the, the money is a little bit weird. Maybe you could ask someone to proofread it later, but uh, as of now, that's what you got. It's a good blueprint for now. Yeah. Yeah, Daniel shrugs. Uh, this probably ain't all great, but we can change the values around later. What's important is just that we have the that we have it set up. We can always add yeah. it. Not hard to go back and change up a few words. Uh, something else we should consider, actually. What's our cover for how we figured this out? You know, got this, this goon. Do you confess? Did we find the emails first? What's, what are we going with? I, I don't see a reason why we would be going through emails in the first place. Yeah, he nods. Uh, Fair. I mean, look at like that kid would definitely be the type to just spill upon being caught. That that's a, that's pretty believable. All right. So in that case, we're going with the Tremere presenting him anyway. So Tremere, uh, Justicius, were. Searching for this shit anyway, found this, followed the source to its root, found this kid, he uh, spilled. Sound yeah. about right? Pretty solid. Yeah, he nods. All right, then that's what we're going to go with. Anything else you guys would like to discuss before the night is... Or uh, your time alone, I should say, is coming to a close. You guys are going to reunite later with everyone else. <laughs> yeah, no, after this Danny and the just part ways. <laughs> I'd say it's d- done forever. <laughs> 
So, what would you guys like to do now, if anything? Or are you set, do you think? Oh, I would ask, I actually, I'll ask, uh, yes, yeah, it'd probably be better to have a couple sources of proof. Do you think you could spoof some texts? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. That's way easier. Do you know, do you know how easy it is to just fake text these days? It's, they've got apps made for that. I mean, yeah, but like, you know, believable yeah, no, no, texts no. and not like shitty memes that you know never nobody ever actually said. What I'm saying <laughs> is it's, it's easy. Cool. Like, actual easy. Okay, then give me one more intelligence and com- computer to fake these texts. Oh, we're doing it, okay. Yeah, just, just, just yeah, a yeah, formality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this is, this is going to be very funny when I fail this roll. But it's a four, so I don't have to worry about it. Ah! Nice. Then, yeah, you're able to get these texts looking very... Oh, actually, Danny makes a good point of uh, believable things instead of pe- things that you know people oh, have you, never said. Uh, one or both of you, may I please have a charisma and... Charisma and empathy to come up with a realistic sounding conversation. Uh, here's a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we get a reduced ob because we have the guy that we're spoofing like right next to us and can like ask him like what, what he would realistically say? Yes, I would say that would reduce the ob down to four. So makes it pretty Sweet. damn easy. Five. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the texts are really convincing. <laughs> the, account, the account information. Not quite as much. I would say actually that would play in really well where you have the inflated numbers maybe a little bit, but when it comes to the texts, you get like an, a realistic expression of like, oh, thank you so much for all this money. Like we're, we're really gonna put this to good use. Uh, or just what are you wanting us to do? You're able to get good responses, both uh, you know, writing in terms of from Amelia's point of view and from this bozo's point of view. Yeah. So you get like a really good thing. Nice. Yeah. Anything else you can think of? I mean, other than straight up, just dominate the dude and not not that way. (laughs) Plant like other memories on that. But I don't think Danny thinks of that idea. Yeah, well, because the problem is that can be mm. detected, right? Because the problem is, the prince has a Tremere on the payroll, right, at the <laughs> fucking thing, and just auspexes it out of it. It's like, well, this is clearly fake right now. Whereas, like, just, you know, normally lying, yeah. right, is a bit harder to detect. It can still be detected with auspex, but, like, it's not clearly supernatural. Yeah, like, he could yeah. just be hiding stuff. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Okay. So what are you doing with this do you then to end the oh. night or to end your time together i should say now all that's really left after you know having this looked over with the others i suppose it's just delivering it to the chantry yeah pretty much yeah maybe i i, I can i just say we're maybe set up that we're not saying this in front of the guy oh <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. So defi- uh, that's definitely yeah. We would keep that a secret from the chantry. What are you, absolutely. Um, if you're done with him, what are you going to do with him? If you're done with him for now, I should say, are you keeping him around or are you going to toss him out? Uh we're keeping him around. We don't want him fucking like. Okay. So is he? Yeah, he's just going to vibe in the chair, just hanging out in another room, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. They go 
we just move away to like the kitchen or something. Where is he gonna go? Uh, probably just gonna throw him in like a fucking yeah. guest room. It's just like, all right, you live here now until it's over done with you. With okay, so d discuss. Right. Yeah. Um, I see. So Danny's like dragging him to the thing, right? He's basically like, "Okay, we can't really risk you having you uh, go off running, so uh, you're living in the guest bedroom from now on." And until, until we're done. And yeah, I think he basically like he, I, I told I say he's tied up with like iron chain, right? Yeah. So it's like yeah, it's like literally he like, picks up the chain and him with it and just throws him into the room. At this point, this guy doesn't even seem surprised. He's just like, oh, oh, okay, okay, all, all right. You hear a thud as you shut the door. And uh, is Bruce in there with him, as uh, Theo mentioned? Uh, probably not. It's not, it's not that curl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then you just kind of hear like a huff on the other side of the door. And he starts kind of humming to himself. Yes, yeah, so, you know, I guess, yes, yeah, so Dan like looks over at the uh, right. And uh, he says, you know, as ironic it is, it is doing considering we're doing the treacherous shit we're doing, right? It feels good to feel like there's some <laughs> trust. That after all the shit that happened, you know? Yeah, it is. And yet he like extends a hand, right? Do you take it? He says, "Let's try to keep the whole trust thing going from now on, huh?" That's good with me. And yeah, he shakes his hand. 